0: Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hello, 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 and welcome, Spiritual Trailblazer. I'm so happy that you are here today. I got to tell you. Over at Tia Central, that's what I'm calling it now. I was going back and forth between Tia Headquarters, I call it something else. I like Tia Central. So over here at Tia Central, we are really getting prepared for the fall and the holiday season. I know it's just early September. But here in Philly, I'm already starting to feel those cool breezes. You know what I'm talking about, those breezes that you feel when you know it's still summer, but it has that hint of fall in it. You just know. Okay. So that's what I'm dealing with here. In addition to planning a few things for you guys in these last couple of months. So I'm really excited for that. My birthday was just a few days ago. So if you um, wanted to see some of the things that happened, go to my Instagram page. I did a, I went to a murder mystery dinner with a few friends. That was fun. I'm all about murder mystery. Love it. Um, Now, this weekend, I will be celebrating my best friend's birthday. We're going to the Renaissance Fair and all that jazz. I am so excited. So, you know, uh, connect with me on Instagram, Tia underscore Johnson underscore, and join us. Join us for there. And if you're somewhere in at the Renaissance, you know, hey, DM me, let's say hello, take a selfie, (laughs) okay? Okay. So I wanted to do something different um, with these episodes and the coming episodes. And that's to offer you a spiritual fact, a spiritual tip that has nothing to do with the episode. It's just like a, a little known spiritual fact. And I wanted to do that because I've read so many books over the years and it, it's just so much knowledge that I want to share. And sometimes it has nothing to do with the topic. I'm just like, oh, I feel like I should have just said something, plug plug it in some way. So we're going to have a separate segment just for that. I'm going to talk about it in a few minutes. But before we dive into episode 225, Reclaim Your Life, this is a three-part series. So make sure you tune into next week's and the following weeks especially, okay? This episode will be about boundary setting, boundary setting. Also, I have a fun sheet. I don't I like to call them work sheets. I like to call them fun sheets. I have a fun sheet with you, so make sure you stay tuned so that way you will be able to get the link for that. All right, so this magical tip insight comes from the book, The Magical Household, Spells and Rituals for the Home, and this is by Scott Cunningham and David Harrington. All right, so this tip has all to do about rugs in your household. So even if you have all wood, wood flooring, you may have an area rug somewhere. You may have a a rug in your bathroom, a -a walk-a-mat, you know, kind of rug. Uh, So just uh, keep that in mind that rugs come in all forms. You may even have a rug in your office. You just never know. Or you may have been entertaining a thought to get a rug. Well, here you go. And this is on page 22. So if you want to get this book. I highly recommend it. Page 22. A rug shape denotes its character and therefore the sort of influence it will have in a home. Round rugs, symbolic of spirituality as well as peace, are best used in quiet rooms such as the bedroom, living room, dining room, and meditation or temple room. Square or rectangle rugs represent the material world, intellect, and technology. These are best suited for offices, dens, libraries, and entryways. Oval rugs, which contain within their shape the cosmic egg, the essence of all that exists, work well throughout the home. So there you go. Whether you want a square, oval, round, or even rectangle rug, you have some history. the meaning of that all right so quick recap round rugs are symbolic for spirituality and peace you want them in your bedroom living room dining room meditation room square or rectangle they represent the material world intellect and technology you want them in your offices dens libraries and entryways oval uh they represent the cosmic egg i'm also thinking about the yoni egg uh that work just about anywhere all right, so that's from the this segment of spiritual little facts, know-hows, all that jazz. <laughs> okay, this is from the Magical Household Spells and Rituals for the Home, Scott Cunningham and David Harrington. And then also, that uh, portion goes on to talk about the weaving of the rugs, what that means, etc. So definitely check that out. All righty, so. Reclaiming Your Life. One of the reasons why I wanted to make this series during this time is because this week is International Enthusiasm Week. So the first to the seventh. And sometimes when we are at a crossroads in our life or even if we hit like a setback, a snag in our lives, we aren't enthusiastic about anything and then we think about the things that we've done wrong, what we could have done. It just really gets way out of hand. So I wanted to reel us back in. I know it's one of my favorite phrases. I want to reel, it, to reel this in <laughs> and work on reclaiming, okay, areas of our lives. And like I was saying, next week, and we get their that, are part two and three. All right, part two is speaking your truth, and part three is dare to be. So we're going to get out of our comfort zones a little bit there. All right, I have six points here for you. Let's start with number one. What are boundaries and what do they look like? I really want you to think about that. Even if you need to pause and come back, and actually that's part of what's going to be addressed in the fun sheet. So all you have to do is go to tiamariejohnson.com forward slash 225 and you can get access to the, the fun sheet. So that's com forward slash 225. I really want you to think about what boundaries look like to you. It's easy for me to say, yes, say no to people. Yeah, so again, it's, it's easy for me to say. Tell people no, remove yourself from the situation, don't go here. Don't do this. But in the real world, because that, that looks nice on paper, but in the real world, sometimes we end up in situations that we had no intention on entering. It It's something that's external and it happens. Sometimes we can't just say no. People don't understand the concept of the word no. And we have to be a little bit firm and say, no, I really do not want to do this. No, I don't agree with you. No, I'm not going, period. That's it. I want you to get comfortable with going the firmer route. I want you to be okay with yourself in saying you no know, to not feel guilty because I know on the inside sometimes we shake when we tell people no, like, oh my gosh, I just said no and I, I wanted to do this, but I, I really can or I feel uncomfortable. Even if it's with a person whom everyone seems to like and you're just like, eh, I don't really like that person. I don't feel comfortable around him. I'd rather not go to this dinner that where he's going to be or this get together like i'm okay and people just telling you well you know john's pretty cool it doesn't matter if he's cool with you he's not cool with me <laughs> okay so i want you to think about what these barriers look like for you is that you saying okay i don't want to do this so what do i say to people or is that you just being right out front saying, no, I'm not going, and people are going to have to make their own opinions of you, which they do anyway. Here's what I would like to help you with, okay? And I want you to think about that before I said, okay, here's how I use boundary setting. When When I am in this process, this process of setting boundaries, making it known how I feel, I make sure that I'm clear about it. I make sure that I approach it from a standpoint where people know that they're not going to have a great debate with me. And I I do that with the most firm and respectful um, tone. And I really don't leave it open for conversation. So I have said things like, when you invite so-and-so, please don't invite me, because I don't want to be in his negative energy, okay? And I'll dive more into that conversation I had, because that goes to um, number three, comebacks. But I just make sure that the vibe I give off, the tone, everything like that, is something that's very certain, okay? Okay. And just to, you know, help you out even more, don't look at it as a confrontation. And I'm going to be saying this throughout the series. Look at it as a conversation, okay? You don't have to constantly explain yourself, okay? So when you are setting these boundaries and you have to talk to people about why you don't want to do something, just know that first you have to figure out how does that feel for you because if it feels uncomfortable for you to say no, not today, maybe tomorrow, and you're just stretching yourself, then what you're saying to your 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 your, your body, your spirit, your soul is that it's okay for people to just not have my being as a factor in the conversation. Okay. They're, they just won't respect you. They won't value your time. They will look at you as like a filler person when someone can't be there, the person they really want to be there. And you don't want to be in that position. You want to be someone who is understood. And it's similar to, say, uh, Mary at the job. And people know Mary doesn't play. You know, it's like that. People know not to cross our boundaries, okay? Okay. So that leads me to point number two, how to set them up and maintain them. Because when when we want to understand what our boundaries are, we really have to look at it from multiple angles. And here are a few things that I recommend to the women I work with. One is angel protection. So in the mornings, I ask Archangel Michael to protect me and my property. Archangel Michael is the chief healing angel, so you will most likely see uh, military, police and fire, uh, men and women with uh, St. Michael the Archangel pen. Um, I also ask my angels to go ahead of me, my guardian angels, you know, other angels, whether it's me uh, having to talk to someone, uh, a place I have to go to, I just say, angels, I send you ahead of me just to you know, clear the path, make sure that the area is high vibrating, make sure that, you know, I can just avoid negativity whenever possible. I also ask the goddesses to step in, send the goddesses ahead of me. You know, they're like my girlfriends, like, hey, can you check this out for me? Can you, you know, help me here? Uh, Another thing I do is if people really like this exercise, it's the mirror exercise. So what you're doing is, you will be uh, holding the mirror up. Okay. And when you hold this mirror up and it's, it's not the physical mirror, you will be imagining this. You're going to imagine and you'll be surrounded by full body length mirrors, but the actual reflection part will be facing opposite of you. So what this is doing is, it's going to reflect negativity So like bouncing off the mirror back to whoever sent you negative vibes, okay? And what's going to go through the mirror is love, peace, tranquility, good things that people are sending you. So whenever someone's sending you negative energy, it just bounces back. It's the reflection. And it said that negativity can't stand its own reflection. So that's what repels it. So that's what I want you to implement is imagine yourself being surrounded by mirrors facing opposite of you. So the reflection portion is facing people. All right. So again, these mirrors are surrounding you 360 all the way around and is there to bounce back negative energy. Okay. It's like a, uh, a dream catcher, right? Catches the nightmares, And everything else gets to go through. And of course, self-work. I really want you to focus on being comfortable with, say, you know, comfortable with not going out, comfortable with doing what's right for you, comfortable with having a conversation, not a confrontation, unless it really comes down to that, you know, and chances are it really won't, but when it does, it's okay for you to stay on your ground. Okay. Practice it in the mirror. Practice saying things. No, not today, but maybe next week I'll be good. How about we reschedule? Um, I won't be able to do that. No, I'm feeling a little underweather today. It's been a little bit crazy for me today. Um, I'm just not feeling it today. And that's if you want to do it at a later date. You could just say, well, I'm just not feeling it. Uh, there was a time when not too long ago, I was on an, an 11 day uh, detox program and two days were dedicated, two days each week, so it was four days total, was dedicated to a cleanse where I was I was drinking uh, a particular drink and and I was eating uh, like the the approved snacks. So one of those days was a happy hour day, and I love socializing that way with, noticed a few people, but I stuck to my guns and I said, no, I can't join in on the happy hour today with you guys. I'm doing a cleanse. And once I said that, I felt good. So it, it doesn't matter whether or not they thought it was a valid reason not to come. I was just able to do that for myself. And it made me happy because I wasn't explaining myself as someone from uh, uh, a fear base or, oh, my God, they're going to set me. I don't know. It's just me stating my case, saying, no, I I won't be able able to make it this time. Or, no, I just can't make it, okay? But I want you to be able to do that and not feel like, oh, man, I want to go... I'll just break the commitment that I made to myself, or I'll go, but I won't drink anything. I'll drink water. I don't want to put myself in that situation at all. So the best thing for me to do was to say no, and that's okay. All right, so if you have something going on, you could definitely say that. Or if it's something personal, maybe you have uh, you know, a sick parent, and you're not really at a place where you want to share that just, yeah, you just say, I, I can't make it. Uh, I actually have, you know, something else that I need to do, you know, and if they start to pry, you could just say, ah, I don't really want to get into it. I've done that too. I say, ah, I don't want to get into it. Long story short, I just got to take care of some stuff that I don't really feel like doing. I mean, of course that's not in regards to the sickly parent, but it's an example. All right. So, do those exercises, focus on self-work. You can even YouTube, you know, a boundary setting, how to say no, things like that for like for exercise. Uh, number three, comebacks. Okay. So when people try to overstep, all right, here's a scenario. And I use a lot of work scenarios because this is when it tends to happen. But of course it does happen to our family gatherings, especially during the holidays, which are coming up. So, let's say uh Jennifer comes over to your desk and she asks you if you want to go out to lunch. You say yes," and she comes back ten minutes later and says, "Okay, well, uh Samantha and John are coming too okay, um then you say, "Okay, well, actually, like I really don't care for John uh you know he's negative, and as as we were saying earlier, John is a negative guy." So, you know, um, that's okay. I, I don't like really hanging around John that much. Okay. So then your coworker goes back and says to them, okay, well, you know, she doesn't want to go out too much uh, anymore. She's, you know, feeling kind of weird or something like that. But now John and Samantha are looking at you sideways. Okay. Don't worry about that. You just go back to your coworker and say, Hey, like, did you say something to them? Because now they're looking at me, you know, like I I said something to them, you know, in in a bad manner. And she could say, she might tell the truth or not. You could just say, well, you know, I really appreciate it if you don't do that. I just don't want to be around certain people because they're just negative. I just like to honor my space. And these are words that I have said, honor my space, things like that. So I'm not saying something that's uh, in theory, this is what I have said. Uh, you know, I just don't want to be around that. I mean, if you want to hang out, go to lunch one on one, fine. I'm cool with Samantha. But, but John is just too negative for me. I don't need it in my life. Fine. Focus on having conversation. These are the comebacks you want to have. Now, maybe you're really put on a spot and you don't have this one on one conversation, okay? Because maybe you saw your coworker in the hallway and you were able to say that to her. Maybe, you know, she comes back with the two other people, you know, say, hey, you sure don't want to come out to lunch with us? As you already told her the situation, you're going to say, no, really, I'm good. Like, it's fine. Really, I just changed my mind. I don't want to go out to lunch. Okay. This is when you get a little bit more firm in your response and you really address her. You don't have to address the other two people, just her. Say, no, it's Okay. I read, listen to Tia's podcast, (laughs) but in all seriousness, you just say, no, it's okay. I got changed my mind. I, you know, I don't want to go, I'm going to stay in. Okay. Here's the thing, people like that need an audience. If they respected your requests, they wouldn't have to bring extra people. Okay, and not about them liking your company or anything like that, they should be able to acknowledge how you feel and then respect it, okay, so focus on that conversation. don't worry about who may see that conversation, who may hear it good because then they know to respect your boundaries as well. You don't have to hang out with people who you don't like when especially when you can help it. holiday season is a little bit of a deception because. Uh, You know, sometimes it's family members. And you can't get away from certain family members. Sometimes um, the family member is your aunt, which is your grandmother's child. And she invites her over for Thanksgiving dinner. You just can't avoid her. All right. I do offer solutions for that. So keep a lookout for the uh, How to Survive the Holidays Like a Pro 2019 workbook. But, uh, yeah, when you can help it, you don't have to hang around certain people. So focus on the conversation, not the confrontation, okay? Lots of women are so concerned about it. I already don't want to have a confrontation. Who says it's going to become that, okay? Remember, people like that want an audience. And it's something with them. I, I don't know what it could exactly be because it could be a lot of things why they want to put you on the spot uh, why they want you to come out to lunch no matter what who knows but what you could do is is really call them out but in your way on your terms and you could do that with confidence grace and not feel guilty about it okay? Next is to evaluate your boundaries. Are you too harsh? So, especially with yourself. So, this is in regards to people in your lives who really matter. Now, this isn't about people who you hang out with regularly, you know, for certain things. These are people who really matter in your life. You hang out with them a lot, okay? these are people who've been there for you for thick and thin, you know, uh, at good, bad, and in and different sideways. They are there. All right. You want to, to have a certain level of trust and, and realness with them. And this is where the boundaries come in. Too many times people feel upset really 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 upset not just like oh i'm disappointed i mean like i can't believe someone did this i can't believe this i can't believe that blah blah just going off the rails because someone mistreated them because someone did something that was just really disrespectful unfortunately this is because people don't spend enough time to get to know people and to really see if they deserve to be on their life's VIP list. And what I mean by that is boundaries help you to connect with different people at different levels, okay? So the people who you have in your life's VIP list, they don't have to go through those boundaries. They've been through it. You are now at a level with them that is uh, really leading to our next part, being vulnerable, And that list could be just three people in your life, okay? That list could be maybe four people, five people tops for whatever reason. Maybe it's someone from college, um, your significant other, your sister, and one other person, okay? What I'm saying here is that people, at least I want to say, I want to vouch for you guys, Listen to this podcast. We are generous people. We are kind. We are looking to connect with like minded individuals and help each other to succeed. And that's across the board. We just want people to win. Unfortunately, in the words of my grandmother, people will take your kindness for weakness. And when you start off being so kind and generous and just wanting to help, people do take advantage of that. Some people. And it's really hurtful when it happens because there's a certain level of expectation. And I know people say things like, Oh, well, you shouldn't expect it. And and I'm going to be talking about this throughout the series where when you put your work into something, you do expect something, right? So when you put work into a friendship, you expect a genuine friendship. I'm not saying what you expect of that person you know as as um uh, you know I expect them to do a, b, c, d, e, f, G no, you expect a good friendship, a good, solid friendship, right This is where we need to understand how people play a role in our lives. Some people will not make it past our boundary wall, they'll be along the outskirts. Here's how I imagine it. we are this big wonderful castle. And people see this castle from a distance and they want to flock towards it. They want to see what is this castle about? How did they get here? What's going on? And we have the moat. We have the big stone walls, barbed wire, electric fence. Some people have a lot of boundaries, okay, installed to protect them. Good. Some people don't make it past the moat, okay? Some people can only look at it from afar, for whatever reason, maybe they're they are a um, a person who is a little bit flaky. They have good intentions, but they're flaky sometimes. And it could be something going on with them personally that you don't know about. That's okay. You hang out with them here and there, but your best friend just rides on in. Okay, the bridge is lowered or the uh, the gates are lowered. You know, they walk right in, and then the gates go back up, and there's a party at the castle right? So it's it's like that. Okay? But you got to make sure that you are making time for yourself, that you're not getting so caught up in saying yes to John, um well the good John. We have two Johns, okay? <laughs> so when John's good, the good John, not the bad John at work, but there's another John. So when, when you're saying yes to, to uh, Karen and Mike and, you know, everybody, and you want to make sure that you go everywhere, that you're, you're not falling back on the friendship, which isn't true. You just can't make everything all the time. But when you're trying so hard to be this great wife, sister, aunt, friend, worker, and, and you know, you're constantly, constantly, constantly putting yourself out there over and over and over and over again, where's the time for you? And that's where some of the the, the frustration, anger, and overwhelm comes from. It's the whole, I give so much, and when it's time for me, nothing comes back around. Well, that's where boundaries come in. Okay? The more you start honoring yourself and your time, the more other people will, too. They'll see that. They know not to even bother you with the nonsense. Okay? So look at it as that. Do you make time for yourself? Because that's also a great way to help keep your boundaries strong. The more you take care of yourself, the more you respect yourself, the more you recognize your worth and your time. And that's that vibe will go out there. People will pick up on that, trust me. Yes, some people will try you, but they will learn right away that you don't have time for it, okay? You're on a mission, all right? You are a divine, wonderful, Full goddess and you don't have time for it. <laughs> okay. So number five, being vulnerable with the right people. These are the people who are your VIP list of life. Okay. These are the people who see you walking around in a shirt, no bra on, sweatpants, probably has a hole in it, messy hair, no makeup, and your coffee is almost cold. <laughs> okay. It's like room temperature getting get to cold. All right, these people have seen you at your good times, your bad times. They want to help you whenever they can. It's like a mandatory thing that they want to do. They want to be there for you. Okay. And these are the people who you don't have to have boundaries around. These are the people who made it through. And I don't mean through as in a bunch of tests that you set up to go, aha, I knew that you weren't a genuine person. No. It's just them experiencing life with you. Life will set up the test. (laughs) You don't have to do anything. All right. Who's there when you need them in whatever capacity they can show up? Okay. That's what you got to look at. Those are the people who you don't have to, uh, you know, uh, show up in, in a particular way. These are the people who know you as just you. Okay. They know you as just you but you have to have your boundaries established first in order to identify these people. So you're not, you know, surrounding yourself with 12 individuals and one only really cares. This has happened in the past to people. Okay. So when you are on this path of, you know, figuring out, okay, yeah, you know, I got a good best friend. I have a great significant other. That's great let's maintain it let's keep it up because sometimes we experience something and we don't want to bother anybody it's like oh you know what my husband my wife my best friend my sister they're such great people but this is my problem and i don't want to burden anybody here's the thing they're on your life's vip list you won't be burdening them you can just state how you feel oh man just uh this water heater broke down in my home and it, it's going to cost me $3,000. Oh my gosh. Like, this is just so annoying. Like this house isn't what I expected it to be. And I'm having all these things happening that didn't show up in a report when I bought the house. Like what the heck is going on here? You know, you can just express how you feel and they just might say, Oh man, that's messed up. I know that you'll, you know, you'll find a way to make it out. Let me know how I could help you in any way or, Oh, uh, you know what? I know. And a, a guy who, who handles that, he had a my water heater. Let me connect you with him. These are the people who you can express your fears and concerns with, and all that. Don't ever think that you're alone. All right, because it's not about asking for, you know, oh, can you give me three thousand? No, sometimes we just need to talk to get it off our chest. Those are the people. Those are the people. Once you practice boundary setting, once you practice getting comfortable with saying no, being firm when you say no, being clear and direct, and then it just become clearer. The people who are who are really for you in life, the people who have a potential to be in your life as a very valuable um factor. And and I say this as a as a, a form of a, a great relationship, teamwork, you know, that inter um relatable oh my gosh it slipped my mind the um interdependent there we go the interdependent relationship and i make many references to this in you know, like a football team the quarterback needs his receiver okay um the defensive line the offensive line everyone plays a role and when it happens you'll see that the people in your lives have very specific roles and you know exactly who to go to, you know exactly who to be around and that's okay. Just like you play a role in someone else's life. Just the other day I was coming home, I was on a train and um, I just, it just hit me that how I've just been a great connector for so many friends, friends who have gotten married. And it's so crazy because I could have just, one decision could have just changed my life completely. And I wouldn't have met half the people I know now. Actually, all the, all my closest friends right now, had I made a decision in in college, right, right before I went to college, to go directly to the military, I would not have met them. Because to in order to retire, you need 20 years. Well, 15 years later, right, I would still be in there. I wouldn't have met any of them. And because of, I want to say wholeheartedly really because of me, because I brought people together. And of course it takes their action, you know, and other things like that. But I look at myself as the Kickstarter. I introduce people to people who end up becoming good friends, who end up meeting their spouse through that friend. It's so crazy how it just all came together. So you know, you really have to think about this. The people in your lives play great roles, roles that you won't even imagine initially, or even years down a road until something just, you know, your mind wanders. And that's what it is. I play many roles, still play roles in people. I think people play roles in my life. But it also goes back to the boundaries. The people who are on my life's VIP list, They've earned that. I've known them for 10 years now, over 10 years at this point. So that's the thing. It's just when you go through so much with people, you realize how much they mean to you and you realize the benefits of having boundaries. You can't be, you you won't be able to establish firm foundations with yourself and with people if you have a whole bunch of people in your life. Because, you you just you spread yourself out because it's not just you connecting with those people, it's you showing up in many forms in many other lives. So you have to make time for this, okay? You make time for the people, things that matter in your life. You make time for yourself. You make time for connecting with spirit. And you make time for a lot of things. You just have to make sure that you are going in the right places with, with your time, all right? Last but not least, and and I want you to write this down, say it as many times as you need to. And, And this stems from conversations I've had with people where they feel like because someone has helped them with something, because they are related to them, because they know them, since the fourth grade, even though that person hasn't been good to them, that they owe them something. You don't owe people shit, okay? And by people, I mean those people who are really just trying to take advantage of you, they take advantage of you. Anyone who makes you feel like you owe them something doesn't deserve to be on your life's VIP list. You added a lot of value in their life and they want to dismiss it. They want to own you. They want you to believe that you need them. That is not true. I am here to tell you, okay? No one owns you, okay? No one owns you. Don't let someone put an invisible chain around your neck. No one owns you. The minute someone starts to bring up things to remind you of how great they are in your life, that's a problem, okay? And I'm not talking about the jokingly, like, hey, whenever that time we was in Mexico and I saved you from drowning, ha, 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 oh, my gosh. Yeah, okay, and that happened to me. Like, I didn't necessarily drown, but I fell off my float, and looking back at it, it's crazy how it happened, but at the time, it wasn't funny. <laughs> but again, it's not throwing it in my face. It's like, oh, my God, Tia, remember when you thought a tugboat was going to come and save you, but you had to save yourself? Yeah. Um, Think of it like that. And someone's just like, without me, you wouldn't have got here. Without me, you wouldn't have got that promotion. Without me, like, whoa, 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 slow down, buddy. <laughs> slow down, partner. <laughs> you are overstepping okay so many times I have seen people give up so much for other people who don't have their best interest in mind and and I when I say there I mean like a team all right If, if you are with someone let's say you're with your significant other, and and your your husband has this grand idea for a business, okay? And he goes, Well, I'm gonna need some help. I really wanna get this off the ground. So you go, you know what? I'm tired of my job anyway. How about I quit my job and and I'll help you, but you you keep your job. And, you know, while while you're at your full-time job, I'll do some back-end stuff. And then when you come home, you could do some stuff with the job, too, and you could work on the weekends for your job. But, you know, Monday through Friday, I'll I'll work on, you know, social media and stuff like that for you. But, okay, fine. Now, what if he just doesn't appreciate that? What if, you know, he's yelling at you for, you know, oh, well, this isn't, Working because you're not doing like well. Okay, wait a minute. Let's let's evaluate this. Okay, I said I will handle social media, which is doing his job, which is fine. You know, you start going down the list. Now, in that scenario, yeah, it could be that you know he's on that emotional roller coaster of being an entrepreneur, but that does not give him the right to talk to you any kind of way. Okay, go put yourself on timeout. Go get some fresh air get your little shot of tequila, calm yourself down, whatever you need to do, and then come back and talk, right? So what I'm saying here is that's something that is a a situation where you can take a few steps back and look at it and say, okay, look, I know this person and they're going through something right now. We can fix this, but I have boundaries and you can't talk to me like that because you're having a bad day. Whereas it's someone who doesn't really know you, so they really don't have a filter, and you could just really press the pump the brakes there and you tell them like "I don't know who you're talking to right now. It's definitely not me um you you don't own anything, and I don't owe you anything, and I know sometimes it's that guilt that pops up because, oh well. Jen is my sister, yes, but Jen also needs to take responsibility for the thing that she does. And if she's constantly coming to you with her drama that she initiated, well, it's time to say, "I can't help you. I cannot help you. That's your boundary. I cannot help you." And she goes, "What do you mean? You know, you have money. You have a nice job. I can't. Do. I can't help you. I can't help you." Now, she may try to guilt trip you. It's not your responsibility to constantly bail someone out. It's not your responsibility to just, you know, take it. Oh, no, they're having, okay, they can have a bad day, but they don't get to dump their bad day on you, and then they get to feel better, and you're left thinking, did they just say that to me? Did he really mean that? mm So you don't, you don't owe people shit, All right. Don't make them think because they taught you one thing. They helped you with this one thing. They've known you for a long time. If they knew you for a long time, then they wouldn't have to say something like that. They know you're a good person. They know the value that they add to the the friendship. They know the value that you add. There's no need for that. And if they're going through something, you would already know. And you already try to figure out how to help them. It wouldn't be a oh you never helped me. I'm always here for you. But it that that's that's a one-sided relationship. That's no, that, that's not that's not the idea ideal relationship. Okay, that's someone just using someone else. So that's what I have for you today. Is you know, work on establishing and maintaining these boundaries because if you don't work on it. What happens is you're gonna let one person slide, right? You might be like, "Oh, yeah, he was just having a bad day," you know. And then if you let him slide, then you're gonna let maybe a coworker or a supervisor slide because, cause subconsciously, you're gonna you're gonna think, "Well, I really can't get that mad now because I didn't get mad at my husband last night," you know. And and it just it's like a domino effect. And then next thing you know, you're a walk okay? And I don't want that for you because I know you could do this. I believe in your willpower to have strong boundaries with the right people. Okay. So if you haven't already, well, you were listening to this, so maybe not, but make sure you download the fun sheet so that way you can go over this and practice this. Print up several pages. All right. You know, put up on, on the wall somewhere, put it in a journal, you know, hole punch it, stuff like that. All right. TiaMarieJohnson.com forward slash 225. Get your fun sheet to help you set up your boundaries and to maintain them. As always, Spiritual Trial Blazer, I am rooting for you. Be kind to yourself. And I'm sending you many blessings. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings.